One of the most prominent topics in society today is the issue of teens and cell phones. Although when it comes to cell phone etiquette, the same rules should apply to adults and teens alike. But as a parent, how can you instill a code of conduct around cell phone use? We'll present a few tips on the next Family Matters. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Graham Schnell for Family Matters, where we offer practical advice from Focus on the Family. A concerned mom wrote to us with this question. She asks, How can I encourage my teens to combine cell phone use with the proper respect for others? In the beginning, I was happy to provide my son and daughter with their own phones because I wanted to make sure that we could stay in touch at all times. More recently, however, I've become increasingly frustrated about the way their phones have begun to dominate their lives. We can be in the same room together, but when they're on their phones, which seems to be all the time, I feel as if I'm invisible. What can be done about this? Unfortunately, the problems you've identified aren't exclusive to teenagers. As you've probably noticed, lots of adults who ought to know better are exhibiting the same disturbing behavioral patterns. The sad truth is that manners, etiquette and propriety haven't kept pace with the explosion in technological innovation. It's good to see someone raising questions about what we can do to remedy the situation. Because there's so much to learn about the technical aspect of manipulating smartphones and other electronic communication devices, very few people ever stop to ask how, why, when and under what circumstances they ought to be used. The idea that a cell phone is a good thing to have in an emergency has long been outdated. Emergencies are beside the point. To borrow a phrase from a title of a recent book on the subject, the unspoken assumption is that phones and phone users are always on. Apparently no one has the right, let alone a reason, to seek a moment's respite from the unrelenting demands of constant connection. This widespread assumption needs to be challenged. And we'd propose that parents can get the ball rolling by sitting down with their teens and giving them some badly needed formal instruction in the area of proper cell phone use. This discussion would have nothing to do with megabytes, data plans, computer functions, internet access or phone apps. Instead, it would focus on timeless principles of decorum and dignity. It would emphasize the importance of respect, decency, privacy, confidentiality and human relationships. These things are far more important than such cyber values as immediacy, speed, brevity, and facility of access. Nor can you expect to rid your home of every technological influence, but that doesn't mean that you have to allow yourself to be defined by technological culture. If you have the courage, the patience, and the persistence, you can take the lead and do some of the defining yourself. You just have to be intentional about it. Call the family together, announce that some decisions need to be made concerning the etiquette of cell phone use. Talk about how it makes you feel to be ignored, interrupted and shut out of your children's lives by phone calls, text messages and other forms of online communication. Give your teens a chance to share their own ideas and perspectives on this aspect of the problem. Emphasize the importance of face-to-face -face interaction. Make it clear that mutual respect is the irreplaceable foundation of healthy families and all human relationships. Once you've had this conversation, try to come up with a family contract or covenant governing cell phone use for all members. Put this agreement in writing and post it on the fridge door. It'll help if you can make your rules as specific as possible. For example, all phones off during dinner or no texting or taking calls in the middle of a conversation. 
You can give your teens a philosophical foundation for these guidelines by stressing the importance of being present in the moment. Help them understand that they need to acknowledge the presence of friends and family members and respect the privacy, the dignity, the needs and the wishes of other people. Your effort in this regard will go a long way in maintaining the health of your family relationships. This program was produced by Focus on the Family. I'm Graham Schnell, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Family Matters.